All right, welcome to the Messenger Podcast. I'm your host, Alan Nygren. Our mission here is to develop uncompromising followers of Christ who transform our world. I am the creative director here at Messenger, and I'm joined by one of my good friends, Jess Labruzzo. Jess, welcome to the podcast, and why don't you just share with everybody a little bit of what you do here. So I am John's assistant, and I've been working here for four years. Uh, I basically coordinate anything that has to do with his scheduling and planning for his life, which is a large scope of things, but I love being a part of this team. It's been an adventurous four years, and I look forward to being here in the future. It's just a fun team to be a part of. And I don't think Jess gave herself enough credit. I think she's actually the glue that holds this whole place together. If you have ever seen John live, she's an integral part of getting him there in one piece with his luggage intact. So we are moving into summer here in Colorado. I love summer. Jess, do you love summer? I love summer. What's your favorite part about summer? Least favorite part would only be the only question, which is that it sometimes rains. Oh, yeah. yeah, rain. And it's dry here in Colorado. And it's dry. But the rest of it I love. I love the heat. I love the water. I love the watermelon. Watermelon. Mm, mm. Yeah. Watermelon's good. Yeah. Sugar. All about the summer. All right. Well, we are we are going to be discussing a topic that is hard for people to digest sometimes, and that is submission to authority. That's an exciting topic, That one that I struggle with on a consistent basis. And Jess is going to share on uh, so that submission is bigger than you. Why don't we listen to the message and we'll be back afterwards to have a little discussion. We are starting a series um, on undercover. And um, I, this is a subject that I feel like God's hit me with a lot over the last two years. I think it's because it's something I need to be dealt with on. Sometimes God does that to us when we need to something needs to be addressed in our life, he'll keep bringing it up. And so I'm actually excited to speak on it this time. Last time I was kind of like, oh, I don't know. I I spoke on it probably like two years ago, and I was a little bit just like, ugh. But this time I'm like really excited about it. So I think because God gave me this word of like, submission is bigger than you. It's so much bigger than being about you. It's actually not about you at all. And and God just kind of took me on this journey through the scriptures, showing me, that it's not about me, but I'm a person that's kind of always struggled with submission when it comes to like worldly authority. Like I can get like in the will of God and it's like, great, I can submit to what God wants. But when it's like submitting to people that are like, eh, like I don't really agree with you or I don't like that or I think you're wrong, it becomes really difficult for me. Like something rises up inside of me that's like, I want to rebel against everything that you're telling me to do because I disagree with you or I don't think you're right or I don't think you're acting justly or fair. And that can seem actually really good, especially like if you feel like something's unjust and you're like, I'm gonna stand up for what's right. And like, that's totally my vein, I love justice. So I'm all about things being just and right and it bothers me when they're not. And then God invites us to live a life of submission, even under people that we don't agree with or that we don't like the way that they're um, bringing down judgment or the way that they're handling things. I'm like, God, how do I live a life like this? How do I live a life submitted to people that I don't agree with or I don't like? And um, he brought me originally to 1 Peter chapter 2, which is all about submission and authority. And I'm reading it, and I'm like, oh, my gosh, this is terrible. No, I'm just kidding. It says, for the Lord's sake, submit to all human authority, whether the king as the head of the state or the officials he has appointed. For the king has sent them to punish those who do wrong, and to honor those who do right. It is God's will that your honorable lives should silence those ignorant people who make foolish accusations against you. For you are free, 
Yet you are God's slaves, so don't use your freedom for an excuse to do evil. Respect everyone and love, love the family of believers. And then it goes on to say, do what they tell you, not only if they are kind and reasonable, but even if they are cruel. For God is pleased when, conscious of his will, you patiently endure unjust treatment. And I'm just like, what? <laughs> of course, you get no credit for being patient if you're beaten for doing wrong. But if you suffer for doing good and endure it, pati endure it patiently, God is pleased with you. So the first thing that jumped out at me is like, not only when they're kind and reasonable, but like all the time. And patiently endure unjust treatment. And I'm just like, this is, this is ridiculous. I don't want to do this, God. I'm just being honest with you. I don't know if anybody like loves reading that. Like I have to endure unjust treatment. I'm sorry. If everybody else loves that, I don't. So God was like, <laughs> God was like, why don't you go look at Joseph's life? And so I started to look at the life of Joseph and what the submission process did in his life. And I realized in order to get this idea of submission in my heart, I had to have a kingdom mentality. Like I had to be thinking from Matthew 6 where it says, but first seek the kingdom and his righteousness. And I realized Joseph had this kingdom mentality. So Joseph was a slave, which is obviously unfair and unjust. And everything about his situation would seem to get worse and worse and less and less just but he continued to live in the will of God. God called him into Egypt. And Joseph knew he had a kingdom mindset that said, God's called me to be here. And so while I'm here, I'm going to do his work and I'm going to do his will. So he submitted his pride and everything else to the will of God in order to make sure that he was staying in obedience to God. And you see that God what the humility on Joseph's life did is give him favor. So wherever Joseph went, whether it was the prison or Potiphar's house, and then later over all of G Egypt, it was hu his humility and his willingness to submit to these people that gave him a lot of favor and actually ended up turning everything around to where his brothers are coming to him. It's in Genesis chapter 50. It's like at the very end, you guys know the story. Jo Joseph's gone through all this stuff, and now he's like right hand to Pharaoh, like very top, and his brothers are kind of freaked out, and they come to him. And Joseph's response is amazing. He says, do not fear, for I am in the place of God. As for, you, as for you meant evil against me, but God meant it for good, to bring it about that many people would be kept alive as they are today. And I'm like, wow, that's amazing. So what God did is through Joseph's submission to unjust people, he was able to save all of Israel. He was able to provide food and everything for all of Israel because Jeff, Joseph went through this process of humility and obedience and trust with God, which is something that we all have to go through. We have to learn, number one, to be humble. I think Joseph was a little arrogant in the beginning with his like bright, colorful coat. and <laughs> God brought him to humility very quickly, and he learned the lesson, and he walked in that. And then Joseph learned to be obedient to God and just speak what God was telling him to speak no matter what and do whatever God was telling him to do. And ultimately, Joseph learned to trust God. Um, despite the sinful nature of humanity, God wins. Like, it didn't matter that just Joseph went through all of that stuff in the end. God got the final say. And I just love that part of the story. It really hit me like, wow. So we can go through all this stuff with somebody treating us unfairly or unjustly and being submissive to people that we don't like, and we get to grow. We get to grow in humility. We get to grow in obedience, and we get to grow in trust with God. 
And this was not even just a testament to the faithfulness of God to Israel. Imagine what this did to Egypt. Like Egypt got to be touched by God. So God is like working out a way. This is what I mean when I say submission is bigger than you. Like it was so much bigger than Joseph's story and his dream. Like his little dream of his brothers bowing to him. Like it, this blew it out of the water. He just saved all of Israel and saved and brought the testimony of God into Egypt. And people who didn't even know who God was got to be experience who God is through Joseph's obedience and submission. And so um, to be honest, I still wasn't completely sold. <laughs> on submission I'm like there has to be a loophole though like this is like one great story there's got to be like some loophole to get me out of having to be submitted to people that I don't want to be submitted to and then I continue to read first Peter in verse 21 like fell out of the sky and just like slapped me it says for God called you to do good even if it means suffering just as Christ suffered <laughs> and it like hit me in a wave of like oh my gosh Jesus submitted himself to the authorities of this world and to the Roman Empire and to the Jewish culture. And Jesus put himself on the world. So God came down in flesh, God himself, and submitted himself. And I'm like, okay, <laughs> there is no loophole to this. There's no way around it. There's no way out of it. When you see God himself coming down to earth and submitting himself under worldly powers, you just can't get around it. And so submission is something that we have to learn to do. It's not optional. It's not something that we can get away with, you know, saying that there's any kind of loophole when God himself is willing to submit himself. I mean, that's just like powerful, like that God would come down here and do that. And I love also that he doesn't ask us to do anything that he hasn't done himself. Like he's not asking us to do something that he hasn't done himself. He's walked in our shoes. He's had to be humiliated. He's had to submit to people that, God should never have to submit to. And so when I put myself in that position, I'm like, I don't have any more excuses on submission. I'm fresh out because if God was willing to do it, then I have to be willing to do it. And I think about Jesus going to the cross and then submitting himself and he's in the presence of like Pilate and he's in the presence of all these people and he's God, but he's just going along with the, the verdict that they're bringing down and he's going along with everything that they're telling him, and he's just kind of doing it in this submissive state. But it's because he has a kingdom mindset that says, this is bigger than me. This is bigger than my flesh, which is what we're always fighting against is our flesh. So he's saying, like, this is bigger than my flesh. This is all of humanity. Like, I'm going to keep stepping forward in this. I'm going to keep enduring this because I know that there's a purpose on the other side of this. And really, it's the whole gospel. If Jesus hadn't been submitted, submissive, we wouldn't have any of the gospel. <laughs> we wouldn't be saved by his grace. None of it would be possible without Jesus' submission. And so I love that idea of watching Jesus and being able to say, okay, I can do this. I can take a boss that, you know, not my boss, but previous bosses. I can take a boss that's unjust or unfair. And I honestly wish I could go back and do it differently because what an example it would have been to not be arrogant or have a cocky attitude, but to serve somebody well, even when they didn't treat me well. And I wish I could go back to those moments and be a better example of Christ in those situations. And we get those opportunities all the time. I mean, if a cop pulls you over or whatever, like, don't be a jerk about it. Be different. Be countercultural. Do something that Jesus would have done and walk that out the way that Jesus would have walked it out. Um, and I think once you get the kingdom really in your heart and you get the kingdom really deep-rooted inside of you, you get to where you don't waver in this submission thing so much because you're like, 
it's like water off your back. You're just kind of like, I have a purpose. I have a mission. And this is all in the context of like, God's called you to do something. You got to do it. God's called you to a place. You got to serve there. God's called you to be here. Then you have to do it well. And you have to learn to submit here where God's called you. Or if God's called you um, into another place or into a church where you're serving under a pastor and you're like, I don't like what this pastor just did, but you know that God called you to that place, then we have to walk it out like this because this is the example that we've been given. And this is the way that God's called us to live. And then the verses go on to say that he never sinned nor deceived anyone. He did not retaliate when he was insulted nor threatened revenge when he suffered. He left his case in the hands of God who always judges fairly. And I love that because even with Joseph, we saw God brings justice in the end. You don't have to be worried about justice because I'm justice oriented. And I'm like, but when is it going to be made right? And I see right here, like, God always judges fairly. Like God brings it in the end. You might not see it until the end. It might be on the other side of eternity. I don't really know. But what I do know is that God is just and he's going to take care of whatever he needs to take care of. And it says he personally carried our sins in his body on the cross that we can be dead to sin and live for what is right. By his wounds you are healed. Once you were like sheep who wandered away. But now you have turned to your shepherd, to the guardian of your souls. And there, there would be no way that this would be possible for us to have this life or experience this. And just knowing that you don't have to worry about making everything right. God's going to make it right in the end. You don't have to carry that burden or that stress. It alleviates th- this whole concept of making everything right. Like you don't, I just want to keep drilling. You don't have to worry about making everything right. You just worry about submitting yourself to God's will, and he's going to take care of the rest. Um, Kingdom Mindset says that submission is all about accomplishing his mission. And so that means whatever he's called you to do, whatever that looks like for you, it's about accomplishing the mission that he set before you. And that's how you walk in your submission freely and you're not burdened by it. You're not worried about whether or not so-and-so is going to get in trouble because they didn't act right. God will deal with them. And I love what this, this old Catholic um, priest said, he, Thomas Kempis, he says, carry your cross patiently and with perfect submission, and in the end it shall carry you. And I just want to leave that on that note of like, God wants to carry us through this. And, and our perfect submission to him it makes it easier on us, to be honest. It just alleviates that. And so I just want to encourage you that with that word today. Wow. That, honestly, that was, a, that was a message that I really needed to hear. Um, I think submission is something that we have to continually work on in our own lives. And I loved the, the, the phrase that you talked about, that there's no loophole in our submission. Uh, it's such an important thing for believers to get. Would you mind like just expanding a little bit on that? Yeah, well, have, being someone who's struggled with submission, like I said, to specifically worldly authority, I was looking for the loophole, like scouring the scriptures, trying to find this place where I can get out of submitting to people who I don't agree with or that I think are acting unjustly. And what I saw in scripture is that God's plan for your life and your obedience is is more important than that. And God uses it no matter what. And I saw that through the life of Joseph and just the way that he walked out his life in obedience to God and how he had this he had that dream and and what God did with it is made it so much bigger than him. And so I'm actually glad there isn't a loophole now that I have that understanding. And then just seeing Jesus submitting himself to that worldly authority 
you don't get a lo- loophole when God himself is saying, I've done this. I haven't, I'm not going somewhere with you that I haven't been myself. And so we have a God that's like walking alongside us in this and has actually been in our shoes before. And so it eliminates the loophole and pretty much closes it out. Yeah, I can just imagine Joseph sitting in that prison cell. And I mean, day after night after night, struggling through these thoughts of God, is there a loophole for me to get out? I mean, I can just imagine him wrestling through that. And I think that's the, that's the thing with uh, scriptural stories. It's, it's so easy to just read through them and they're, and they're, they're short, you know, and you don't, you don't realize that these people struggled for years and they had the same thoughts that we do and they go through these things the same way. And it, it's not a foreign thing to God. You know, like, I think that's the thing. It's not like if you're at, you know, a right now where, where you can, you're not submitted to authority at all. You don't even understand the concept. You don't have to go from a to Z in one giant leap. God is going to take you on that journey. Oh no. And that was a journey over the spans of Joseph's life from the time that he was, you know, taken by his brothers to the time that he ends up in Pharaoh's kingdom ruling everything. That was a very long process. That was not an overnight thing. And God is always working in us and and, and taking us on a journey and through a process. So this is not something that you're going to get overnight. And in fact, I think it's something that's going to keep coming up in your life and reoccurring in different ways. Um, just to see like God's looking for our obedience and um, he's looking for us to to do his will above all else. And so it's it's something you're always going to have to do. Yeah. And we're, we're never going to relate to authority perfectly. No, you're never going to. There's always going to be someone you disagree with. We're human. We see things differently. And people are going to be imperfect. And people are going to be unjust and not fair, even good people. Yeah. So it's just something that you you have to learn to deal with and you have to learn to to see past yourself. Because like I said, it is bigger than you. God has something he wants to do in and through your life that's much bigger than you. It's going to impact other people and impact his kingdom ultimately. And what a cool thing to be a part of. Yeah. And when people are involved, nothing ever goes perfectly. I mean, that's something that I've learned when people are part of the equation, which relating to, I mean, if you're walking this earth, if you're engaging with people, if you're part of a family, then you have to figure this out. And that's just part of the process. Um, Jess, it's been awesome having you. Uh, I know that this message is going to transform a lot of people's lives. Um, I know it's a, it's an integral part of God's kingdom that we need to, to learn. And so thanks for sharing your heart. Thanks for sharing that it has been a struggle for you and it continues to be something that you learn and grow through. Um, I know I'm the same way. It's like, as soon as I think I've mastered, it's kind of like patience, you know, as soon as you're like, yeah, I've got patience. Then you go through another season where God's like, no, you don't have patience. And I feel like that's the same case with authority. It's like, as soon as you think, oh yeah, I've got, you know, I've got this authority thing figured out. Well, just wait because there's going to be a new situation for you to learn a different facet of it. Absolutely. We're always growing, always learning and God's always stretching us and expecting more from us. And I love that. Yeah. And I I heard something recently where um, it it was an equation of uh, progress and it was pain plus reflection equals progress. And I thought, how appropriate is that? Because God allows pain to come into our lives, even through authority, even through unjust circumstances. But he wants us to, to reflect on that journey and to grow through that. And that's how we progress in our Christian life is combining that pain and not letting that pain be um, useless. God never brings anything to our lives that's useless. Absolutely. And so if we are willing to, to submit to the Lordship of God and to allow that reflection uh, to happen in our lives and to be like, God, you, you were using this situation that's happening at work or in my family or um, in my church even, uh, you have a plan and purpose. And so um, then we'll see amazing things as we work through those. All right. Well, thanks for joining us. 
Uh, Jess, it's been an honor having you. And if you're interested in the in the, the message of authority on, on how you can uh, correctly relate to authority, we have a new course here at Messenger International. Uh, it is on Undercover. Uh, John recently updated and re-released the message of Undercover, which I think he wrote in uh, 2001. Um, but it's been updated. We have a brand new course. You can check that out at messengercourses.com. Um, and get involved there. It's it's an excellent resource on uh, figuring out authority in your lives. And we would love for you to go and rate this podcast. That's how other people can find it and how we uh, can bring you more episodes and find out what you guys want. So head over to iTunes, rate it, uh, leave us a comment, leave us some feedback on what what we can do better and what we can cover in future episodes. Uh, You guys are the best part of, of what we do. And so we'd love to hear from you. Until next time, this is The Messenger Podcast, signing out. Thanks for listening to The Messenger Podcast. Let us know your thoughts by leaving a review and be sure to subscribe and share these episodes through iTunes. You can connect with us through Facebook, Instagram, and through our website at messengerinternational.org. Until next time.